We are in Yavamos, the very bottom of Memdal Ramavez, 44b2 in the Art Scroll Gemara. We have been discussing uh, the question of who becomes a mamzer, what type of relationship, forbidden relationship, results in the child becoming a mamzer. And the Gemara has another statement about this. The Gemara says as follows. Amar Rabba Barachana, Amar Rabbi Yochanan. says as follows. Hakol modim, everybody agrees. And we will see, the Gemara will try to figure out who is this everybody. But it's definitely clear that the following is not the position of everybody because when it comes to the halacha, and we'll see also uh, as we read the Gemara, that not everybody agrees to this. And the halacha is actually against the following. But the Gemara says as follows, everybody agrees, what about the following forbidden relationship where a non-Jew or a non-Jewish slave, they have relations with a male, has relations with a Jewish woman. Uh, so then the, 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 the Gemara says, the child is a mamzer. The child would be a mamzer in that situation where... The mother is Jewish and the father is not Jewish. Um, we know, and we've seen this previously in the Gemara, that when the father is Jewish and the mother is not Jewish, that the child is not a Jew. Uh, the mother has to be Jewish in order for the child to be Jewish. So in this case, the mother is Jewish, the father is not Jewish. This opinion says that the child is a mamzer. We do not follow. According to Allah, we do not follow this position. But this is what the Gemara is saying with regards to Hakomodim that everybody agrees. Now it is important to note that there is a question as to what level prohibition it is for a Jew to have relations with a non-Jew. Some say that it is a biblical prohibition, but there are others who say that it's only a rabbinic prohibition, that only technically uh, having relations with a non-Jew would only be a rabbinic prohibition. And so Tosos earlier, we've seen this earlier in the tract but Tosos earlier asks, if it's only a rabbinic prohibition, so then why would the child ever be a mamzer? We mentioned in last week's recording that there are different opinions. What would create a mamzer, a situation of a mamzer? But everybody agrees that it has to be a Torah prohibition. And so if this is only a rabbinic prohibition, so then why uh, would the child be a mamzer? And Tototsis gives two answers. His, his second answer, which we'll mention first, his second answer is that it's true, it's only a mamzer, what we refer to as a mamzer midirabanan. Only on a rabbinic level is the child a mamzer. Since the prohibition is only rabbinic, this is a unique situation where on a rabbinic level, the child is a mamzer, but not on a biblical level. That is his second answer. However, he says that the, the more correct answer is his first answer. And he explains as follows. He says, really, you are a mamzer on a Torah level. And he explains that what type of relationship creates a mamzer? The relationship in which the kiddushin, the marriage is not viewed as a halachically valid marriage. There are certain marriages where even though it's not allowed, it would be viewed as a legal marriage. Like according to the Chachamim, not according to Rabbi Kiva, but according to the Chachamim, a, an ordinary negative commandment, let's say, the Kohen Gadol, the high priest marrying a widow, it's not allowed. However, if they were to attempt to get married, it would be viewed as a legal marriage. They would have to get divorced. We would require a divorce document. Um, that would not, according to the Chachamim, uh, create a mamzer. The only time that it create, we create a mamzer is if it's not, it does not, it's not even viewed, besides the fact that it's not allowed, it's not viewed as a legal marriage. It's not a, viewed as a legal marriage. It does not require a legal divorce. 
Um, and so Tosas explains that even though it's only on a rabbinic level, this prohibition is only on a rabbinic level, but the rabbis also said that it's not viewed as a legal marriage. If uh, a Jew were to attempt to marry a non-Jew, it would not be viewed halakhically as a legal uh, marriage. And so since it's not viewed as a legal marriage, uh, so therefore the child is a mamzer even on a biblical level. Because in the end of the day, it's not viewed as a legal marriage, that's what we care about, and so therefore the child uh, would be a mamzer according to this opinion. Again, this is not how we follow according to the halacha, but according to this opinion, that's why the child would be a mamzer. Now, with regards to the dispute as to whether or not the child is a mamzer or not, what exactly are they arguing about? That will be uh, discussed in a later recording this week. It will be discussed uh, in, uh, in the Gemara itself. Uh, but that's the statement that we have, that the child, according to this opinion, and according to what it says everybody, we'll see who everybody is, but according to everybody, the child is a mamzer if the mother is Jewish and the father is not Jewish. So the Gemara asks, Man modem, who is this opinion that agrees? Who is this opinion that agrees? So the Gemara is going to give one suggestion and then reject it, and then it will conclude with a second suggestion. Gemara says, suggestion number one, Shimon Timni, it's Shimon Timni, the opinion that says, Shimon Timni, even though Shimon HaTimni is of the opinion that we do not, uh, in a situation where it's just a, a regular negative commandment, without a severe punishment, the child is not a mamzer. The Gemara says, The Gemara says that that only applies with regards to ordinary negative commandments. But in this case, where it's a non-Jew to a Jew, where we say that the Kiddushin itself, the marriage itself, would not even be viewed as a legal marriage, even if they were to attempt to get married. It's certainly not allowed, but if they were to attempt to get married, it would not be viewed as a, as a legal marriage. So therefore, it falls under the category, says the Gemara, of Chayvei Kares, of a case where there is a severe punishment where the child is a mamzer, uh, because it's not viewed as a legal marriage. In the case of a Chayvei Kares, in the case of a severe punishment of Kares, of an early death, so too, when it comes to the child from a uh, Jewish mother and a non-Jewish father, the child will be a mamzer because it's halakhically not viewed as a legal marriage. That's what the Gemara says. The Gemara now asks, how could it be Shimon Timni? But we have the following b'risa, mesave. The Gemara challenges it from the following b'risa. The first opinion says that the child is a mamzer, where the father is not Jewish and the mother is Jewish, the child's a mamzer. However, there's a second opinion. Rabbi Shimon ben Yehuda Omer, Rabbi Shimon ben Yehuda says, and this aligns with the opinion of Shimon Atimni, Ein mamzer yisur says that no, the only time that there's a mamzer is when the punishment is a severe punishment of an early death. Uh, but it cannot, it doesn't include any other case. And so therefore it cannot be Shimon Atimni. cannot be Shimon Atimni because Shimon Atimni limits it to only a case of erva, and where the punishment is a punishment of an early death. Uh, so rather, the Gemara has to say, who is the author of this uh, statement that the child is a mamzer? It must be somebody else. Elam Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef, this is suggestion number two, and this is the opinion that we will follow in the end of the day. Rav Yosef says, Man modem, Rebbe, who is the one that, when we say that they agree, it's referring to Rebbe, Rebbe Hudanasi, the one who wrote the Mishnah. Rebbe Omer, Rebbe Kiva, even though Rebbe says 
he disagrees with Rabbi Akiva, um, which Rabbi Akiva is of the opinion that the child of an ordinary negative commandment is a mamzer. Uh, so uh, Rabbi disagrees with that. But he would agree that in the situation of a non-Jew, uh, having a relationship with a Jew, a Jewish mother, that the child would be a mamzer. How do we know this? Earlier, we said that Rebbe disagrees with Rebbe Kiva in the case of an ordinary negative commandment. And the example that's given is uh, to do chalitza to your sister-in-law. So now there's a negative commandment, an ordinary negative commandment, to have relations with her, and you have relations with her. According to Rebbe, the child is not a mamzer. According to Rebbe Kiva, the child is a mamzer. Uh, but yet, Rebbe also says that the child would be a mamzer in a case where a non-Jewish father has relations with a Jewish mother. So the child would be a mamzer, according to Rebbe. Again, we do not follow this position uh, according to uh, the halacha, but this is the position of Rebbe. The Gemara now discusses the following uh, story. Gemara has the following story. Rab Acha Sar Habir of Rabitamcham Bered Rab Chiyab Ishkfar Ako Parak Hanushriyasa Dasu Me Arman Tveria. The following rabbis, Rabbi Acha, uh, the Lord of the Bira, um, and a nickname that he was given, and Rabbi Tarcham Tancham, the son of Rabbi Chia, uh, they uh, redeemed. Two captive women. There were two women, two Jewish women who were taken into captivity. Um, and they were coming from Armon uh, to Tiberia. And the story was as follows. When they were taken into captivity, there was a non-Jewish man who made the, one of the women pregnant. And they went in front of Rabbi Ami to find out what is the status of the child. They were taken into captivity. And so therefore the father is a non-Jew. It's a very unfortunate situation where the father is an Anjou, the mother is Jewish, and they were taken into captivity. Um, what is the status of the child? And they went in front of Rabbi Ami, and Amr Louis said to him, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Hanina, Damri, Ove Kochom, Vemet, Abba, Mamzer. So Rabbi Ami said, I have three rabbis, I know three rabbis, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Hanina, they all say that the child is a Mamzer. So Rabbi Yosef comes, Amr of Yosef, Rabbi Yosef says, I understand. Is this how we this is how we rule when it comes to halacha? We just add up the number of rabbis that are on one side. I can tell you three rabbis who are on the other side. We have Rav and Shmuel from Bavel from Babylonia, and Rabbi Shmuel and Levi and Barkafer from Israel, and others say it's referring, it's referring to somebody else. The Amri and some take out Barkafra and they put in the the, the Zikinim, the, the elders of the Darum of the South. Either way, it's a, a whole bunch of a list of rabbis who say, He says, I have a whole list that say the opposite. You have a list of three rabbis that say that the child is a mamzer. I could come up with a list that say that the child the child is not a mamzer. Uh, so what are we just supposed to add it up? Uh, so Rav Yosef says, Alan Rav Yosef, Rebihi. Rav Yosef says, I agree to what, what you said. I agree to your ruling that the child is a mamzer, but not because we just add up the rabbis who are one position versus the other position, but because Rebbe, Rebbe, Rebbe Yudanasi, he is the, he's the, the greatest of the generation. He says this. The Achiyasa Rav Dima, Rav Yitzchak Bar Abdumi, Mishum Rabbeinu Amru, 
Rebbe says, that he is of the opinion that the child is a mamzer. And so that's why you're right, but for the but for a different reason. It's not because we, we add up uh, how many people are on one side versus the other side. No, it's because Rebbe. Rebbe is the, uh, is the God of Adori. He's the greatest of the generation. And he says the child is a mamzer. And so with regards to that situation, that very unfortunate situation, the child would be a mamzer. It's, just, it's interesting to note uh, that uh, this seems to impact... Uh, how we the process in which we paskin, in which we decide what the halacha is, it seems like uh, we do not just uh, add up the number of rabbis uh, who are one side versus the other side, but we that if there's one leading uh, Torah scholar and he's of one opinion, so then we should follow that opinion, and it's not just based on uh, adding up and figuring out how many are on one side versus the other side. Uh, but it's uh, that itself is is a longer discussion. There are in fact some poskim. Some Torah scholars who, who rule with regards to the halacha, and they, they certainly take into consideration uh, how many rabbis. It's a question of how many, what stature uh, you have to be in in order to be considered in this group. But how many rabbis follow one position versus another position um, in terms of deciding what the halacha is? This is uh, this is actually a, a much bigger discussion as to how to decide the halacha. Do we go based on the number game that there are a certain number of rabbis who follow one position versus another position, or do we say that? Uh, really, there's a leading rabbi uh, who's of a certain position, and so therefore we take that into uh, that. That is really the deciding factor in terms of what the halacha is. So that itself is, is a big discussion. But it seems from our Gemara, it definitely seems from our Gemara at first glance that uh, we would follow uh, the Gadol Ador, the greatest of the generation, as opposed to figuring out based on the numbers of how many rabbis are on each side. Uh, so that concludes the Gemara for. Uh, this recording, and we'll continue the Gemara in the next recording.